Welcome to the Informed Pregnancy and Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Elliot Berlin. My last interview with today's guest took place 10 days before she delivered her second baby. And now it's 10 days after she delivered her second baby. Hilary Duff, welcome back to the podcast. <laughs> Hi. Congratulations. Thank you. You look a, a little different. <laughs> Uh, last time we spoke, you were waiting for labor to start. You already had lost your mucus plug, which we didn't talk about, but um, I always say look under the couch. Uh, I didn't lose it under the couch. No, but, but that's where everything I lose turns <laughs> up. It's under the couch. Mucus I wouldn't plug. be surprised this crazy household that it's might be under the couch. It's such an awful term. It's so gross. Even just to call it like your plug, is it's just weird. And, and mucus plug doesn't make it any better. Mucus plug. I know. You know what was so frustrating? I lost my and, – and then the other one, the bloody show. The like, bloody show on. is hot, yeah. Really hot. <laughs> but I had mine at two separate times. You did? You had a double showing? Yeah. You had a matinee? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which was so like – really got my hopes up, you know, twice. And then I still didn't give birth for 10 days. All that obstetric terminology is very, I think men came up with it. You do? Because I feel like a man, a man, a man. I'm very tired. You did just have a baby. I feel like a a man cringes every time they hear like mucus plug or body show. I don't know. You know what it's called if your cervix dilates early before 37 weeks? What? Incompetent cervix. Isn't that mean? It's mean. Yeah. And if it, on the other side, if you're in labor and it doesn't go fast enough, yeah, failure to progress. These terms <laughs> so much are pressure so on us. And then the mucus plug, and you know what like happens? Like as if we ha- we don't do enough, you're gonna like make us failures. Feel bad at everything, incompetent. Yeah. Like your cervix should have studied harder. <laughs> and then you you don't just have your mucus plug, but you lose it because you're an incompetent failure. Right. I hate the, all that terminology. It should be like your pregnancy cap. You know, and you release it because you're ready to have your baby oh, now. You're the best. We should rename it all. Let's do it. I'm ready. We'll write our own textbook. You're the best, oh, honestly. Thanks. I think you're the best. <laughs> so last time I was here, um, I picked up this vibe from you that you were pretty excited to have your kid with a side order of nervous anticipation. Yes. Is that about I'd right? I'd say that's accurate. So take me through the next 10 days after I left. What did you do? I know you were you were like ready. I saw you trying to do things to help get the ball rolling. <laughs> what did you try? Well, I worked out almost every day. So I was still hiking and um, I still was going to some exercise classes. I was drinking lots and lots of raspberry leaf tea with nettles. Ooh, do you like the flavor? Yeah, I, I learned to love it. Oh. I put a little stevia in there. Yeah. And I liked it iced. I always drink it iced. My my girls make lemonade. Yeah. And so they make um, third trimester lemonade. And it has raspberry leaf tea in it. You know what? Next baby. (laughs) Maybe Uh that's what I was missing all along. You need to be spiked with lemonade. That's right. We'll get you covered. Um, I was doing like, you know, primrose oil or barrage oil. Eating it. And sometimes. Eating? Sometimes the other way, too. Oh, both? Just wherever you could get it in? Yep. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Lots of walking. I mean, I was jumping on the trampoline with Luca. What? Yeah. I can't. I have two speeds. Yeah. One is like I'm flattened out. I'm dead tired. Or I'm like, go, 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 go. And you were still go, go, go at 39 weeks. Yeah. I'm just thinking because my kids are like, Dad, jump on the trampoline with me. And I'm not 39 weeks. And I'm still like, oh, all right, fine. I feel like a terrible dad. You are the farthest thing from a terrible terrible dad. I know that. Thank um, you. What else was I doing? I was eating the salad. I was eating what? spicy Tell me about food. the salad because I saw you post about the salad. I know. I don't What's know. What's in the salad? Works. 
Lots of walnuts, I'll tell you. And I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan. You're not a walnut fan? No. The dressing's very good. Spicy? But it kind of, no. It's a lot of like vinegars and like oregano and stuff like that. And I mm. think that if you look online, there's something about oils and vinegars and spices that's supposed to help. Did you eat it just once? I didn't. I ate it a few times. <laughs> I even went and just got the salad dressing to do a shooter. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't insert it with the barrage oil. <laughs> I did not. I was a little scared of the burn. <laughs> um, well, so you're doing a lot of physical stuff. Yeah, too. and then I finally talked to my psychic, and she's like, oh, I can oh, do this. Yeah. And she's like, she wants to be a Scorpio baby, so she's waiting for it to turn, for like the sign to to like the moon to shift into Scorpio or whatever. And she wants to come on the full moon. And she totally did. She came yes. on the full moon. Yeah. And she wanted Remember to I sent you a picture? I was driving. I'm like, if this, I was just saw that moon. Yeah. I was like, if this doesn't do it. I, I forget. Did you send me that on the 24th or 25th? I think I sent it to you while I was driving to you. And I saw you, I think the night before you went into labor. Yes, you did. So it was while I was driving. Yeah. Right. So it wasn't quite the full moon. Cause on the, on the, on that, Night I went into labor, it was like the big full harvest moon. Yeah, it was the next night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was also driving actually in this neighborhood at that time. You were? And I was wondering. I'm like, hmm. What? Why? Because I, I saw somebody else very close to here. Okay, that's right. You said you see someone close to here. Yeah. Um, I went into labor at um, 12.30 p.m. Uh, a.m. And um, yeah, that, so that was so, it was like crazy. I was like Hang a little. A second. I I was really impressed about something on the night that I saw you. It was the night before you went into labor, and I came in here. And just to backtrack for a second, you said in our last interview that you were your process in putting together your team was pretty specific. Like you started to interview midwives, and it sounded a little bit like Gold, Goldilocks, you know. And the bears, this one's a little too hippie for me, and this mm-hmm. one's a little too medical for me, and this one's just right, mm-hmm. right? And that was Beth. Yeah. Um, Beth Cannon. And when I came over that night, you were like, yeah, something came up and Beth has this medical emergency and mm-hmm. might not be here for my birth. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you were so relaxed about it. <laughs> it was surreal because I had accused you of being control freaky. <laughs> Do you, do you retract the statement? No, I take you it can back. still call me. The, the I was cat. really impressed. You were not even slightly worried about Hillary. You were totally concerned about Beth and her situation that was going on. Yeah. And you hadn't even met the midwife that might have been your midwife that was covering for her. Right. I knew her and I love her, but you were just chilled about it. You just surrendered to it. I think this process... As much as I wanted to control her, like getting here and being able to like control the situation, know how long it was going to last, like the pain and all that stuff that we talked about before. Mm-hmm. Um, when really, when really big picture stuff happens, I I tend to be very calm. I'm like, well, in the grand scheme, like I'm ready for the baby to come out. Whoever Beth is like putting me in touch with, it's going to like protect me and keep me safe. Like, and and she's not going to put me with someone that's not going to mesh with me. You know what I mean? Like everyone has a job to do and everyone knows what needs to happen. And I'm sure that's going to happen. So, um, there was no way to, there was no point in freaking out. Like, what was that going to, how was that going to serve us? I don't know, but I, I mean, I, that's logic, but emotion is different. Yeah. And something really big happened, you know, in Beth's, in Beth's family. So it was like, it just was way bigger than me and having a baby. So, yeah. 
I, it just but felt thank you. really selfless <laughs> and just very just surrendery. Aww. And I was I was pretty impressed. Well, you know what? I think that Banks waited for Beth to come home. That's what I think so too. Yeah, I think so too. I think she wanted. Or to be here. maybe it was that massage and adjustment. Because <laughs> we did a lot of work opening up your back and your hips and your pelvis, yes. and then your baby came. Then my baby came. Um, now, don't you wish you had done it a week earlier? The massage? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows if that was it? But Luca was. I think that it was. I think all of it was part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every every element just kind of made it happen that night. You did not have a ramen bowl, a spicy ramen I bowl. I did not have a ramen bowl. I can't even tell you what I ate for dinner that night. Yeah, but I'm just saying you tried everything else. You had the nettles and the red I raspberry didn't. leaf. You had the salad multiple times. You did salad shots. I did <laughs> salad no spicy dressing ramen shots. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. No spicy ramen bowl. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Each hmm. kid has their own thing. Yeah. Maybe she wasn't feeling that those flavors. <laughs> so I wasn't interested. <laughs> so how did it start the next night? Um, I mean, honestly, it was a totally normal day. No signs of anything. And um, I had an awesome night with Luca. Got to have a lot of time with him, like to put him to bed. Oh, that's super nice. We went outside in the front. We had a bunch of random flowers bloom, like uh, roses. We cut a big blooming pink rose and put it in water and put it in Banks' room. And um, went to bed. Matt and I were in bed. We were watching a show. And it just started. And I was like, "Oh, oh, that's that's a new feeling. Like that's a real that's a real feeling." And I started pacing a little bit, and he was like, "Oh, I should like get up and shower and like wake up." And I'm like, "I don't know. Let's lay back down." <laughs> and then we kind of like got up, got down, got up, got down. Um, and then it kind of, I think that like nervousness kind of kicked in of like I can't lay down anymore. I need to be walking, you know, because the contractions were. They were like coming five minutes apart right away. Out the gate? Mm-hmm. Mm. I, broke it, a, I broke a vase. I bumped into something in my room. Just <laughs> broke a and vase. Over. Yeah. yeah. Um, and Matt was like, you know, busy kind of getting the house ready. He was getting the, the birthing tub out of Luca's room because he was using it as a uh, trampoline for a, a while. <laughs> <laughs> Multi purpose. Yeah. Um, and I was just kind of pacing around, like dealing with it. Was it just like Luca when it started? You're like, yep, this is it. Yes, it was very clear right that away. that was happening. Yeah. Did it seem familiar, like similar to how it had been last time, or was it too far? Yes, away? but I have to tell you that what I told you last time about getting to the hospital when my contractions were three minutes apart, that had to have been a lie because I did not feel that kind of pain with Luca before I got the drugs. Oh, at home? Yeah. Wait a second. So here you got to three minutes apart. I actually never got to three minutes apart here oh, really? before I was in active labor. And and it was more intense than you thought it would be? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, yeah. Right I mean, away. tolerable, but um, right away. Right away was definitely tolerable. I mean, it was all tolerable, but right away was just like, oh, these are real feelings. Like this is, you know what's going on, mm-hmm. you know, because um, it still feels pretty big. Um, Did you feel it in the front or in the back or both? I felt it, you know what, through my whole entire labor, it was kind of switching back and forth where I was like, oh, I heavily like feel it in the front right now. And then maybe as I would like progress, I'd feel it like wrapping around my back, 
And then sometimes I would move positions and I wouldn't feel it like wrapping around my back and it would be mostly in the front. Did one feel more or less comfortable than the other? Front or back? I think the one where it's wrapping around my back felt more comfortable because I dealt with them less. Oh, what do you mean you dealt with them less? Like those didn't seem to, you know, I've always heard of like back labor. But that has something to do with the position of the baby, right? Usually. Um, I just, you know that that wrapping feeling, I'm sure, like you've heard women talk about, where it's like the tingles like start in your back and then kind of like oh, ramp all the way around move around forward. to the front, yeah. Yeah. Um, I had some of those. But the majority of it was all in my front. Yeah. Um, what did you do in that early time to get comfortable? You said you were walking around, you broke a vase. I walked. <laughs> I broke a vase. Um, I was like kind of tidying the house. That's what you said when I asked you yeah. if you could direct your labor. I yeah. said, right, what would you do? You're like, I'd be milling around the house, go play with the dogs, play with Luca, tidy yeah. up a bit. Didn't play with the dogs a no. single bit. I didn't want them anywhere near me. Even though Momo actually was a dream and he didn't leave my side the whole entire time. I was wondering, did they did they act differently once you? They were really chill. They were. They were really, really just chill. The, their usual selves. No difference. Um, yeah, or more chill than usual. No, Momo. Momo knew something was going on and followed me every step I made, but like didn't bug me, didn't ask for attention, just wanted to like curl up near me. Oh, so sweet. It was so sweet, and um, I tried to like rest and lay down. Then I would get up if I was uncomfortable. Um, With Luca, you did your hair. I. Didn't I definitely brushed my hair? <laughs> I'll tell you what I put my eyebrows on. Oh, that's that's something. That's yeah. hair. Yeah, <laughs> it's a form of hair. I definitely like filled my eyebrows in, which is so funny. Um, and Luca was. I kept walking in his room, checking on him. He was out cold. Now and it's like early in the morning. Right? Yeah, like two and, in the morning. and that really surprised me because I was like thinking I was going to get further along by that point in time. I don't know. In my mind, I always thought I was going to have her at night. And the morning rolled around so quickly. When did you reach out to your team? We reached out around 2 a.m. So it had been about two hours. And Beth was back or just coming Beth back? Was, Beth had just gotten back. Wow. Yeah. So I think she got a few hours of sleep, but not much. That's what's usual for midwives. Right. And then she, I've been texting with her ever since. And she's just like... Do you know the, the the emoji that you can send where it like fills your screen? Oh, I've seen it. Yeah. Um, I just send her babies like like it's raining <laughs> like it's raining babies because she's like delivered three babies. I know since, since you. Yeah. Yeah. She's been really busy. I'm like it's just a baby boom. Like, yeah, it's crazy. raining babies. Um. Yeah. So we reached out to Daisy first, my doula, and then sent Beth a text just so everyone was on the same page. Like, okay, it's definitely happening. And then everyone, you know, this whole entire time has been like, it's your second baby. You're probably going to progress really fast. And that was not really the case. So I know you got the text at around like two, like, hey, when can you be here? I No, I didn't get a text until like nine in the morning. Oh, you got a text at 9 a.m.? Yeah. From Daisy? Yeah. Saying what? This is so interesting. I don't even, even don't feel even like I was what, there what for half of this. Yeah. yeah, 2 a.m. would have been no problem. 
9 a.m. No, I thought like 2 p.m. you got a text. No, no, I already got a text in the morning at 9 a.m. Okay. Daisy was like, she just said what you basically said, labor had started, you know, shortly after midnight, and yeah. it was slowly building up and progressing, um, but, you know, not super active yet. Yeah. And um, she just questioned availability. Could I come over? Yeah. With a ramen bowl, um, <laughs> as I had promised. Um, and so, I see, like, I didn't know about that conversation. Okay, I knew about it by like maybe maybe one or something like that, and then you were available at four thirty, and I was like, I'm not going to be still pregnant at four thirty. So you tell him not to come because I'm getting this baby out immediately. So that's so funny. That was our conversation at nine thirty. Was I don't. Think I can really get there till four thirty because yeah. I can't cancel the patients at the office. Yeah, of course. Right? Um, and I said, and I hope she's not not still, still in labor. And yeah. I'm, I said, I'm she's probably not going to be in labor still by four thirty. And Daisy was like, maybe if I just tell her that you could come, then she'll get the baby out now. <laughs> and she did it, and it worked. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I think that was the most surprising part for me was thinking it was going to progress a lot faster than it did. And it just didn't. So um, by the time I was in like active labor and transition or whatever, I had already been in labor since for a really long time, you know. During that whole time, what were you doing for comfort? Moving around a lot. Um, my, fam- my, my sister and my mom were downstairs cooking and hanging with Luca, watching a movie. I think Guardians of the Galaxy was on TV. Oh. Um, Great birth movie. And I know. I was sitting on the bouncy ball at one point behind the couch, just trying to get through, you know, some of the contractions. I'm like, when I pictured my birth, I didn't picture watching Guardians <laughs> on TV. And Luca's like explaining to me the characters and stuff like that. And um, I sat on the floor for quite a bit. Um, it felt really good to squat. Like if I would be talking to someone, I was very normal in between contractions and then the contractions would hit and I would just like have to step away and I would like hold on to the wall or kind of like hang on something, but squat down mm. was like really that helps comfortable. helps a lot of people. And, um, did you get in water at any I point? I never got in water. Really? But I have to tell did you. Did you think about getting water or it just didn't seem appealing? It didn't really seem appealing, and I kept being, like, hot and cold. Mm. Um, Matt and I laid down a lot. We took quite a few naps upstairs, um, and he was amazing and just really calm. Um, Daisy did that shaky back thing to me a few times. Oh, at the Reposa? Mm-hmm. How'd that feel? It felt really good. And then, you know, what else felt good is she flipped it around and— like took the weight off my belly because I told you all my contractions were in the front. Yeah. Um, so kind of being on all fours and having the the um, scarf tied around my belly and like lifting up while I was having a contraction That's felt like a weightless relieving. kind of feeling. Yeah, it felt really nice. Um, How was Luca when he woke up and found you in labor? He was totally calm. He was kind of uninterested. <laughs> really? Yeah. Were you making noise during your contraction? Uh-huh. And he's he just like, oh, it's mom. I was trying not to make noise. I think maybe I was a little more aware of that when he was around. Um, but I warned him. You know, we had a lot of talks about what this day kind of was going to look like and what I might sound like. And he was cool through it. So, uh, so he stayed home? He stayed home, yeah. But, you know, his room is here and... 
I was, I spent a lot of time upstairs. Once my contractions were coming, once they were getting a lot more intense, I was upstairs mostly. And were there other things as it got more intense that felt comforting to you? Was touch comforting? Did you touch was very comforting. Light touch, which is funny because when people light touch me, I'm so creeped out for the most part, like in life. I'm like, Oh my God, just don't, don't give me like a light puny handshake. Don't just like caress me or something like I'm just not interested in that kind of stuff. And it felt really good in labor. Hmm. Like Matt would, you know, touch my arms or touch my back or Daisy would like lightly like rub her hands up and down my legs. And it felt really soothing. Um, Also some oils. Smelled a lot of clary sage and that felt really good. Oh, it's so earthy. I don't know why. It felt really good to me. And then um, the other thing that was really helpful was anytime someone would tell me to relax, I'd want to punch them in the face. (laughs) But Daisy would say, actually, the one time I told Matt, I was like, you have to shut up. (laughs) You're going to die if you say that again. (laughs) Um, Was one time he like popped up from like dozing into a nap. You know, it was like a long day for him too. Sure. Um, he was like, just relax, babe. I was like, you're going to die if you say that. <laughs> he was like, sorry, sorry. Okay, that's not that's not helpful. Um, but then one of my midwives, Julie, who was amazing, um, came in and she's like, just like, just melt into the bed. Like mm-hmm. when your contractions are coming, just imagine yourself melting into the bed. And then for some reason that really helped me, like just stay really relaxed. That was the hardest part was like not fighting the contractions. That's what I was wondering. Prior to that, were you fighting yourself? I don't think I was. I mean, I was trying to, I was trying to stay calm. Um, Maybe the first couple of times I would fight them, you know, as they would get more intense and then you can't, you know, and they would, you know, the midwives or some, or Daisy or Matt, you know, would remind me not to, like hold the stress on my face, like relax your face, relax your jaw, like breathe and just try to melt into the bed. And all that stuff sounds so annoying right now when I think about it. But in the moment, like I needed the reassurance, yeah. not the reassur- the guidance, you know, to remember because it's hard and it's so repetitive and it's such a natural feeling to want to fight it, you know? Yeah, because it's big energy moving through you. It's intense. It's big energy moving through you. And, um, and you know, I felt like I did a lot better when my whole team was here. When all when my, my midwives were going in and out throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And um, I did really well when it was just Matt and I. And then I did really well when it was like Daisy, Rebecca, my photographer, who's also a doula. She's also very calming. Amazing, yeah. And then like my three midwives. And when everyone was around me and Matt um, and my family, like it was... I did much better. So weird. Support. I totally thought it was going to be the opposite, but it was like I needed a tribe of right. people. You said that when when you need to figure stuff out, you like to just go inside and be alone. Yeah, but this was such a bigger, scary feeling. I definitely got through some contractions alone. Like, I don't know what it's called, but I some of those big, big, big ones where you're like, oh, I'm moving forward, like I'm progressing. You can that, feel that's the baby different. moving forward? No, like the contractions oh, the are getting pattern. way bigger. The I pattern, see. you know, you'll have a few, then your then your body can deal with those a little bit better, and then a big one comes, mm-hmm. you know, and then you've kind of like gone to another step. Yeah. Or that's how it felt in my yeah. mind, at least, or my body. No, it builds up. Um, 
I felt like I I would let myself move forward when I had the whole team around me. When, because I know, yeah, it was probably around two or three when Daisy's like, okay, no need to come, baby's almost here. Yeah. What was going on then? You know what, to be honest, Daisy, um, I think she didn't think I was progressing as fast as I was, and maybe I was handling or acting like I was handling the pain better than how it felt, you know? Um, because she kept being like, we need we need the contractions like tighter together. We need them coming like a little stronger, a little more frequently, and a little like little longer, like each contraction. I don't think I ever had a contraction longer than 40 seconds. No. And and also you said they never got really close together. And they never got really close together. It happened to my wife with our first baby. So was. I was like thinking, I'm like, well, why am I, am I holding myself back? Like what's going on? Why am I not progressing? Why? I was getting very frustrated, you know? Your body didn't read the textbook. No, my body was like, this is how we going to do it. That's <laughs> right. And so um, finally Beth, came in and she's like, you sound different to me. So I want to check you. I hadn't been checked the whole entire time, which is such a different experience in the hospital. They're always like jamming up, jamming up there. Like what's going on? Yeah. It's been, a, it's been a minute. Let's check you again. Yeah. They like to check. Yeah. So I hadn't been checked at all. And, um, I got really nervous and I think I started to cry a little bit, like not, boohoo cry but like I think I welled up because I got I got really nervous that I was going to be disappointed by what she was going to find you know and um she she's like I'm I'm not going to tell you your number I'm like I just I like to pass tests and I want to pass the test (laughs) she's like this is not a test you crazy I'm like I just I don't know I've been like working so hard all day at this I just like want to be there you know I want to be there and she's like well I'm going to either tell you you can get in the water or you can't, you know, like, so that means I'm close enough to mm-hmm. whatever push time, go time, party time. Um, and so I get through like a few more contractions. They like get the bed ready and everything. And um, she checks me and Matt's like holding my, my face. He's like at my head and she looks at me and she's like, so you want to go get in the tub? Uh. And I just start bawling, like hysterically crying, like tears of joy. I feel so, I felt so proud of myself. I was like, oh my God, I'm there. I'm, I got there. Like I thought she was going to tell me I was at like five centimeters and I had a ways to go. A ways to go. It was such a happy moment. It was such a happy moment and also scary. Scary because for the next phase? Yeah. Scary for the next phase, but like much more of a relief. Excited, scary. Yeah. Anxious. Yeah. We are going to take a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. (laughs) Hey, everyone. It's Dr. Berlin, and I want to talk to you about something that is close to my heart. Literally. Omega-3. It's a crucial nutrient that's sadly overlooked. With 95% of women deficient, Needed, the supplement brand I trust, created their brand new Omega-3 Soft Gels. Designed by perinatal experts, they support you and your baby's well-being from fertility to pregnancy and beyond. Unlike other brands, Needed's Omega-3 is sustainable, pesticide-free, and third-party tested for purity. Plus, my favorite, it has a milder taste and smell, perfect for sensitive mamas. 
Don't wait. Visit thisisneeded.com and use code BERLIN to get 20% off your initial order. Experience the needed difference, consciously crafted for your health and the planet. So you hop in the tub? I, I They had to fill the tub. Is he please? Oh, was it filled yet? Nope. That takes a minute too. It took like maybe 15 minutes yeah. or so. Yeah, so I was Get like... feel the right temperature. Yeah. I was laboring on the bed, which I hadn't been laying down. The contractions actually felt a lot stronger laying down for me. Um, so the ball was helping a lot. Sitting on oh, the ball. you know what else helped me? Um, the heating pad. Oh yeah, I really liked back? the heating pad. Yep. And then if I was like too hot on my back, I would just put it on my on belly, belly, and it felt really nice. I see people like in the hospital. They take the shower wand. Is he go away? The- <laughs> I'm sorry. You're a lover. They take the uh, shower wand, you know, and uh, you have the hot water, and a lot of times they just hold it either by their back or by their belly. Yeah. The, the warm seems to be helpful. So once I got in the tub. I wanted the I wanted cold water because the tub was hot. The oh. tub was pretty hot, and it felt amazing at first. And then all of a sudden, I was like, "I'm very hot." Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that the water was hot. I think it was just like a weird hormonal thing. I don't. I maybe. And um, I wanted the hose, like just cold water running on my back. Felt really like nice relief. And then the tub started to get too full, and then it was like, oh, I didn't get to have the cold water anymore. And so then Matt was like, either Matt or my sister, I don't even remember who, was like s- squirting like um, the Fiji bottles with the pop top on them, cold <laughs> water on my back. <laughs> oh, multi-purpose. I never thought about using the Fiji bottles that way. <laughs> what um, your, your mom and sister had never been to a home birth before. Yeah. Right. Um, how did they feel about you choosing to have the baby at home? I think it made them nervous to to not to think about not being at a hospital, um, but they just didn't know anything about home birth. And once they heard about my team and let me explain it a little more, one my sister got super excited. She was like, "I'm pumped for this. I'm really? ready." Like oh, that's I think cool. if anyone can do it, it's you. And she was so supportive and um, and amazing and. I think my mom was a little more worried, but then got, you know, got behind me. She knows that I'm pretty, uh, I don't think stubborn in this term, like this, this is not the right time to be stubborn uh, because obviously if anything went wrong, I would be like in the car on the way to the hospital. But I'm just, when I have my mind set on something, I want it. You're headstrong. I'm headstrong. And so she knew she has to like jump on board or or there's no other option. <laughs> right, but when she was here, did she seem comfortable? Yes. Okay. Yes. I think she I think I'm the baby of the family, so it's hard to watch your your child be in pain and do something that you've never experienced, you know? So she she had C sections mm-hmm. and so the first time around, just me being at the hospital delivering Luca was a lot for her to see. And then this was a totally different experience. A different a lot. Still a lot. A different, <laughs> a different a lot. A much more a lot. Yeah. Um, the first time she saw me having a contraction in the house, she was like cooking bacon for Luca <laughs> on the stove. And she's like, I just kind of like squat down and like holding onto the cabinet. And I, I'm not like talking during my contraction. 
because it hurts. Uh, but I'm breathing and I'm just like, you know, honestly, I just step away from the conversation we were having to like get into my zone to just get through it, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, my mom was like, oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. And I was like, mom, you cannot do that. <laughs> you cannot do that all day. Make you feel secure. Yeah. And she's like, I, I don't know what to do. I'm like, just don't do anything. Just go about keep your cooking bacon. Keep, keep cooking yeah. that bacon, girl. But she got used to it for sure. And and then, you know, she's my mom. So just having her here and for the support of the comfort that your mom brings, you know, is was important to me. Yeah. Um, even me and my mom, like when I'm going through a hard time. It's I mean, just, it's just the person you call. Right. So how long were you, were you in the tub for? Do you know? I have to tell you, in my mind... I told the story to someone and it was like 30 minutes and Matt was like, no, 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 no. It was like an hour and 30 minutes. Oh, it was was good that it felt shorter than longer. Yeah. I think there's big chunks of time that I don't remember in the tub. Your, your body's protecting you. Yeah. I guess. So I'll do it again. (laughs) Did you feel like it was out of body? I... Hmm. No, I felt like I was in my body and I feel like I just kind of went away. Like my brain went away. The thinking part of your brain? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I think that's what we aim for to just sort of shift back into the older part of the brain that knows how to do this. Yeah. I will tell you that. I kept saying to myself, like, oh, I don't need to be here for all of this. I don't need to be here for all of this. Like, getting through my contractions and stuff, and then even in the early part of me being in the tub when they were still coming on really strong, um, I remember just being like, my body's going to do this. My body, So, like, you don't have to just, just disconnect, just stay calm, just stay, like, like, open up. Just, you know, don't be, you don't need to be here. I kept saying to myself for some reason. It, it almost sounds like you're telling your rational brain you can... Calm down and go away. <laughs> turn off for a little bit. Yeah. We got this covered. Yeah. This is not your domain. Right. My body was just doing everything my body was supposed to be doing, which was weird to let it take over like that. Um, and actually really scary. I got to a point where I said out loud and I was looking at Julie, my, one of my midwives, and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm really scared right now. Really scared. Was that before you got in the tub? Uh-uh. I was in, in the, the tub. tub. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were in there for, I guess, over an hour. Were you pushing right when you went into the tub? No. Or, yeah, when did you start pushing? The pushing was like five pushes. It was quick. Yeah. Did you feel ready to push? Yeah. You knew it was Yeah, time. but the feeling was so big. It was like scary. But it was bigger than me. It was out of my control. Physically big? Yeah, and my, just wrapping my head around the first sensation of put the, put, needing to push. It was a um, very big feeling. And I don't, I don't mean like the baby felt big. I meant like just like the, 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 the shift in the feelings of my body felt like, oh, my God, how am I going to climb over this? Like I have to, I'm, this, is, this is right in front of me. I have to face it. I have to do it. It's... It scared me, and then the next one came rolling in, and it was just like I had to push. Mm. 
And it didn't, it didn't, um, that part didn't hurt as bad as I thought it was going to. Did do you think that, I but mean, the feeling was like so scary. The feeling of the ba- of the baby moving through my body and being able to feel all of that, it felt just really intense and really scary to let that life force move through you like that. But not as painful as you thought it would be. <laughs> yes, and I I mean like <laughs> Actually, in my vagina. I was, like, scared that it was just going to be, like, extreme pain in my vagina. And it was not like that. It was very painful in my hips. And then it was more scary just the overall bigness of the what was happening than, like, ow, this hurts so bad I can't do it again. So two things come to mind. One is you're with Luca. You originally wanted to have a cesarean birth mm-hmm. because you were afraid of what it would feel like for a baby to crawl through your vagina. Yes. I think is what you said. <laughs> I said crawl through. Uh, maybe I made that up. I don't know. <laughs> I might have embellished. Um, but then you kind of said that part of your reason for wanting to do the home birth is because your body had done so much and motherhood has been so incredible for you that you mm-hmm. didn't want to miss out on feeling what that would be like. Mm-hmm. In retrospect, are you glad that you did that? Totally. I'm totally glad I did it, and I would totally do it again. Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. But I'm telling you that in the moment, it was scary, and it was overwhelming and so badass that I feel like afterwards I was like, I can't believe I did that. (laughs) I can't believe I did that because it was scary. And there was a moment where I was like, why am I not in a hospital right now with all the drugs? Oh, you did have that moment while you were pushing? Yes. Who was around you? Everyone. Not Luca. but my Luca mom. didn't want to be? No. Nope. So it was your mom, your sister, your midwives, your doula. Mm-hmm. And Matt, my birth photographer. And your birth photographer. Yeah. And then eventually your yeah. baby. Yeah. And then um, I think I got the head, I got, I got her head out and... The next like minute or so, um, obviously her shoulders weren't next, but I couldn't hold like my weight up anymore in the tub. And Matt was like holding my arms, and one of m- Beth was holding one of my legs, and Tasha was holding one of my other legs. And I got her body out like really fast, but I had, I mean, they were completely like supporting my weight. I remember feeling like it was taking so much to push. That I couldn't like hold myself up. Were you pushing on your own, or were you, were you was there coach pushing? I was pushing on my own. Just when you felt like pushing, you would give it what you felt like. Yeah. But you're kind of like an all or nothing, like you said. Yeah. Earlier, and she so. came out fast. Her body. That was the weirdest feeling of like feeling that body move through <laughs> me. Yeah. Fast, and I was so relieved when it was over. Did you reach down and feel her head when it was yes. coming out? Mm-hmm. What was that like? Um, cause then you can feel it internally, but you also can like literally touch her head. Yeah. Um, honestly, when I, when I, when I got her head out, I was a little shocked by the, the, the feelings, you know, that I was like a little, like I've seen women like pull down, reach down and pull their baby out. And I couldn't do that. Like it was cool. I felt like, oh my god, okay, now I'm I'm there. I'm there. I've got to like finish this job, but it was really like, it was just really intense. I wasn't. Uh, 
it wasn't pleasant at that point, you know? And I, I think I was totally not in my full headspace. I was, my body was doing what it needed to do. And it wasn't until I, you know, her body came out that I could like want to grab onto her and like bring her up out of the water and stuff. All right, because she's totally underwater for that, for still that when her head's out and you're bringing her yeah. body out, she's in the water. Yeah. Um, what was it like when you pulled her to the surface? So she needed a couple of breaths um, from Beth. Um, she was blue, but I knew not to be scared of that because my son was blue when he came out. Um, and she's like, I'm like, she's good, right? Like, we're all kind of like, she's good, she's good, right, Beth? Like, she's good. She's like, yeah, talk to her, mom, talk to her. I'm talking to her, I'm talking to her. I'm like petting her back. I'm like, you know, talking in her ear. And she just came out really fast. And Beth was like, she just needs a minute. Like, she's got to, like, come into her body. She needs a minute. She's fine. She's totally fine. Keep talking to her. Keep talking to her. She gave her two breaths. They stuck that little tab in her cheek that um, kind of helps soak up water in the lungs. Mm -hmm. And then she was fine. And then she did the most amazing thing. Did I sent you the video? I saw the picture. Yeah, the video. She did the most amazing thing where I'm looking at her. They, they, you know, they hand her to me, and I'm looking at her. And you know, babies are like floppy little worms. They don't don't have any control. And she reaches up both of her arms and like curls into me, reaches up her arms right at my neck, like as to give me a hug. It was the most. First of all, I couldn't believe how strong she was, but it was so clearly like a hug. I've never seen anything like that. It was amazing. Like it makes me want to cry. Makes it made me feel like she was like good team mom. We did it. (laughs) You did what you needed to do, and I did what I needed to do. And like, hi, we did it together. Yeah, it was so amazing. It was like a little high five. We are going to take a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Well, you said also that you had your hopes and dreams to give birth in a tub. I did it. You could check that off your list. Yes. <laughs> what happened um, after that, the um, the post-birth care, mm-hmm. just immediately for you and for your baby? So I was in the tub for a while. Um, I was in the tub when Luca came in to meet her. And the sweetest thing happened then, too. Um I think I've been pretty public about the fact that Luca was not necessarily stoked to have a, a sibling in the beginning. Yeah, you, you you did tell me about the card he made. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, the, that was with, like... With the hammer, but then she became the Hulk. She became the Hulk and, and, and shattered the hammer, the hammer. yeah. yeah. Um, well, I was nervous because, you know, I think he would, he was just a little worried about what where our relationship was going to stand and what, what that looked like having a, a baby in the house and all of that. Anyway, so he comes in, I'm, I'm still in the tub and he's right there with Matt and, um, he comes in and he looks, you know, I'm, I'm like showing him the baby and he like this huge smile cra- crawls across his face. And then he's like, I'll be right back. And he like darts out of the room and I hear him let out this huge cough in the hallway and because obviously nothing can ever just go smoothly. And he got like croup a week before I'm supposed oh, to give birth. I remember. So he's like coming 
you know, he's, he's definitely on the mend, but still has like a little bit of a cough. And he runs back in and he's like, I did not want to cough near the baby. And I'm like, oh my God, everything's going to be okay. Oh my goodness. That's so sweet. (laughs) It was awesome. It was really, really sweet and made me so happy. And then, um, yeah, I was just, she was rooting around already to nurse in the tub before I even got out of the tub. Did you latch in the tub? Yep. Was, I hadn't cut my cord yet. Oh, you hadn't cut yours? Oh, wow. Yeah. Did, um, was latching easier this time? Your mom didn't have to grab your boob. No, I grabbed my own boob this no. time. <laughs> <laughs> um, latching was very easy, yeah. My no. boobs hurt so bad right now. <laughs> right now? Are you getting baby sharked again? I think that's what you call it. I'm getting baby sharked, yeah, in a big way. But she's, I mean, we're we're like feeding great, which is amazing, and I'm so grateful for. But I forget this torture, man. Yeah, it's rough. And you know, like the feeling sick because of their, um, they're sucking. You know, your uterus is like kind of going back, and oh, the cramping. That's a tough few days. Yeah, Uh, that's all gone now, thank God. But we just go through it, man. You guys, I said last time, it's just incredible the whole. Pregnancy, the birth, the feeding, the babies. Yeah. Um, it's it's mind-blowing. Matt is, um, he's so sweet. He's just like in awe. He's like, I wish I could do more. I, I got, he wants to like get up for every feeding. I'm like, go to bed, please. Like you're <laughs> going to be more useful for me tomorrow. In the morning. Yes. And but fresh he's energy. just so like, gets me a snack every time I'm nursing at night with like a fresh water. And he's um, he's like, this is just so... He's like, I'm so grateful for what you did for our family. It was like so sweet. And he's like, I just did one thing one time. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. You did one thing one time. (laughs) (laughs) Our part's pretty easy. (laughs) Um, Was it weird when everybody left when your birth team went home? You know what? They stuck around for quite a long time. Um, We... Did we finally moved to the bed and they checked me out and they checked the baby out. Luca did the well baby check, which was so fun. He helped weigh the baby and measure the baby and all of that. And then um, I had a snack. I had sugar fish. I had sushi. Mm. And um, I thought I was going to want a glass of wine, but I took a sniff and I was like, no, nope, not into it. Not into it. Um yeah, it was cool. We have an, the most amazing um, baby nurse, Loretta, and she came that night to make sure we got a good night's sleep. Um, and the baby Banks nursed like kind of off and on all night. And um, we got up in the morning. Like I think the morning was a little more weird, but not whenever. Because you're just home. Night. I was so tired. I was like ready to go to bed. Yeah. I rem- I remember after our home birth, the, the morning was very strange because yeah. you're just there, like yeah. you don't have to go anywhere. Right, you're home. Yeah, and then and then the midwives came the next day and checked the baby out again, and Luca was so into her, like just wanting to like kiss her head and touch her hair and like stare at her. And I love that. So sweet, so sweet. Um, how was delivering your placenta? Uh, not that fun. Not the mo- not the most exciting. <laughs> not not, not what you want to do after you. Yes, uh. not what you want to do after you give birth. <laughs> You're like, and that. Yeah, it's right. It's not over yet. Yeah. But 
They, they had me waiting in the tub until um, it was like contract. I was contracting, I guess, again, and then it wasn't. It wasn't that hard, but it's just not pleasant. You- Looking at that thing is just insane. Insane in what way? I mean, it's really kind of beautiful. Not the part that faces you. Right. The part that looks like a steak or something. <laughs> yeah. That's nasty. The part that's against the baby. The part that the baby's in. Yeah. Is it's, awesome. It's so incredible. Your body makes this disposable organ that's complete life support. Yeah. And then pushes it out. Yeah. And they were showing it to me like they, they lifted up the part where like she was in, you know, like the pouch almost. Yeah. And it was crazy. And then when they lay it flat, it does. It looks like a tree of life. It totally looks like a tree of life. Did you did you make uh, something out of it? I did. To eat? Or, I did. Or artwork? Okay. I did. So they made me a smoothie. They made you a smoothie right away? Mm-hmm. Just a raw piece of placenta? Mm-hmm. What did you put in your smoothie besides that? Lots of berries and lots of fruit juice. <laughs> yeah. It was the most delightful smoothie I've ever had. You can't taste the placenta. Well, not with all the sugar that right. they put in it. Yeah. No, I haven't had a smoothie that delightful since I was like 10 years old. It was just calorie filled of like juice and fruit and everything delicious. It was good. I didn't, um, I was a little wigged out to be honest with you, but then I did research. Um, and none of it's like totally proven, but I don't know. I've already gone down this road of doing all this different stuff. I'm like, I might as well. Might as well do it. And then I heard that it might help you, um, stop bleeding. Anecdotally, you know, we don't like you said. There's no great science on it, not yeah. that I've seen yet. Anyway, I know there are studies underway. Yeah, but anecdotally, people say it helps with the bleeding or with lactation or with postpartum blues. Yeah, have you been feeling blue? I have not been. feeling See, it blue. works. I've only had it twice. Um, sorry, three times. My smoothie. So they made ice cubes. Uh, placenta, like frozen placenta chunks. That yeah, just. Put in your smoothie. smoothie. Yeah. And the first time the first time I had it after my birth, maybe it was like three days after, I was like, I'm going to try one of those. We had like family coming in town and just like a big day of like visitors and stuff. And my milk came in that day. And so I don't know if it was my placenta that made me really emotional, like having a smoothie or my milk coming in. But I was, I could not stop crying all oh. day. But not sad, just like overly just emotional. emotional. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I'm going to take a chill on those for a few days until like my milk yeah. supply is just like here and I'm not like, no big changes are happening. Because honestly, I felt like the day after I felt so great. I was like, and the day after that, I mean, I, I felt great right away. Um, but anyway, that emotional day happened, but I think that was due to my milk. Cause then I had a smoothie yesterday, like my third one, I guess. And I was, it was great. Did you also dry it out to make pills? No. no. Just smoothie chunks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard something weird about the pills. What about it? I heard that you can, and I'm just super sensitive to this. Have you ever taken like oregano? Yeah. What? Yeah. And then you can kind of like burp it oh, out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, placenta burps? I heard placenta burps are not <laughs> that ideal. That sounds terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Because they don't like smell iron. good. Yeah. Irony. Oh, right. And that's a no for me, dog. I see all sorts of people just eat it raw sometimes. Look, they just like spl- Well, sash- I guess I sashimi. did in a smoothie the first time. No, but like just like literally. That's disgusting. Hardcore. That's disgusting. I think if I had a placenta, I'd make a PLT out of it. A, B- a PLT? Yeah, why not? Special I sauce, lettuce, cheese. I am going to be ill. Sorry. <laughs> By the way, Luca wanted to see it in the, in the ice cube trays mm-hmm. yesterday, actually. He was like, did you keep your placenta? And I was like, yes, because he knows all about this stuff now. 
And he's like, where'd you put it? (laughs) It's in the freezer. And he's like, in our freezer. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, I'm like just in ice cube trays. And he's like, no way. And he said something funny. What was it? I showed it to him. He was like, I wish I hadn't have asked. (laughs) It does look really gross. But at least now he knows not to go munching on whatever that is. Yeah, definitely Mm -hmm. not. Um, You watched a bunch of birth videos. Mm -hmm. Um, You listened to some of our podcasts and other media. You you did a lot of research in the end. Did you find any of that helpful while going through your own journey? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think that, oh, I should have my birth board. My birth board helped oh, me a lot. Yeah, I wanted to talk to you about that. My birth board, my vision board helped me a lot. You looked at it? Uh-huh. I actually had to ask my sister to like move seats because they put it in my window and she was sitting right in front of it. And by the time I was in my tub, and I had once the 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 the, ni- the niceness. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm definitely ten days out from having a baby. Uh, once the what's the word I'm looking for? Like how nice it felt to be in the water, soothing. Oh, once the once that all kind of wore off. Yeah, the water kind of like treat. Okay, yeah. The water treat wore off. I was like, I need I need to have like something else to hone in on. I asked Matt, I was like, was I even looking at you? And he was like, Yeah. I was like, I can't remember who I was like focusing on or pulling from or what I was it just got so big so fast in the tub, you know, so real. You had a lot of stuff on the vision board. Were there things that yes, were that- more helpful than others? Um the one thing that was like many women have done this before you and now you you can do it too mm. um, was something that I really held on to. And it kind of, kind of made me think of all the birth videos I'd watched um, and the different ways women handled it. I think I was particularly calmer than some of the videos that I watched, maybe a little more quiet. But I, don't, I still haven't watched my birth video. Oh, you didn't watch it back? That's what I was wondering. No, I don't have it yet. Oh, right, because she makes it into like a nice... Like a wedding video, yeah. organized, takes all the pieces of it and really just puts it together. Yeah. Uh, I was wondering, so I'll have to ask you this question again later, but just from having experienced your birth, mm-hmm. had your birth video been one of the ones that you watched, do you think it would have made you feel calmer or more freaked out? I think calmer. I think it would have made me feel calmer. That's a good sign. Yeah. I think I, I think I held it together. I think I felt more crazy inside than I was acting on the outside. Was there anything in particular that was like a big surprise to you? I guess the way that it felt out of my control um, to surrender. That's not a big surprise to me. That's not a big surprise to you? No. I mean, I think the whole time I thought that was going to be your issue is surrender. Yeah. Goes back to my control freakiness. Yeah. Well, at one point it just got so much bigger than me that it was out of my control. That you just had to surrender. Yeah. But that was the scary. I think when I keep saying the feelings were so big, that's what I'm trying to tap into is to tell you, like, I couldn't. I couldn't control it anymore, and it, I, I just gave gave over to it. 
That's but right. but then your body's just doing what it's gonna do, right? And I kept telling myself like, your body's gonna do this. Your let, body's let gonna it do go. This. Yeah, yeah. That's, and then that one moment where I was like, why am I not at Cedars <laughs> <laughs> with all the drugs? Um, okay, Banks Violet. How did you come up with that name? You know what? Matt and I right away agreed on the name. We loved it, and um, it doesn't come from anywhere special um, except for the fact that right before we literally two days before I gave birth, I went into labor, Matt Googled the name Banks Bear because his last name is Bear, Mm B-A-I-R. And in the 1800s, he found relatives or bear descendants or whatever that are that were William Banks Bear, two of them. Really? Isn't that insane? And then the, so then the dad had a son and named him William Banks Bear. No kidding. Yeah, but we already agreed on the name. I feel like no names sort of come to you divinely anyway. Isn't that bizarre? So it's actually a family name. That's so crazy. And we're That's like, so cute. Thank you. <laughs> it's adorable. And she's adorable. Oh my gosh. I hope she wakes up. But um, but kind of not, because at <laughs> 5 p.m. she really turns into a baby shark and just wants to feed, 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 yeah. feed. But then she's sleeping at night. Anyway, back to her name. We thought we were going to name her Violet. And then I kind of threw out Banks thinking he was going to go, no way. No way. Yeah, and he's like, I love it. And I was like, cool. And then that was there was like no more discussion. Do you know other Banks babies? Nope. I don't either. Mm-mm. Never heard it before. It's unique then. She's unique. Um, I have two more questions for you. Having gone through it all now, is there anything you would do different in the future? I'd try to sleep a little more. In the early part? Mm-hmm. I would try to sleep a little more in the early part. I think I didn't know. You never know what's going to happen, you know? And it was like, Everyone told me I was going to show really fast with because this was my second baby, and I didn't show really fast. I didn't show until I was five months pregnant, really. You, you know? know why? I have no idea why. Mm-hmm. I just didn't. And But you know how everyone says that, right? Oh, yeah, you usually baby. show a lot quicker. Yeah. I mean, I if didn't. you pull 10 people who've had two babies, they're almost all going to say that. Yeah, I didn't. Um, but you worked out a lot in between kids. Yeah. But what does that have to do with anything? Because you just tighten everything back up again. You show quicker because things Thanks, get a little Dr. bit Brilliant. stretched out. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> High five. <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I was like, I do work out a lot. I wouldn't say I was like in the best shape of my life by any means. Right. But I mean, there were six years in between and or five years until you got pregnant again. Mm. And you worked out a lot. So everything kind of. Yeah, maybe. Tenses back up again. Well, the same thing was Plus, like, you carry differently with every cat. I totally carry differently with her. Totally. And, like, my body now is so different than I thought it was going to be because of what I looked like after I had Luca. It took me a long time to kind of, like, have a normal shape again, and that's not really the case with this time and around. it's only 10 days. It's only 10 days. Um, but I, I got to try your, your diet plan. <laughs> there was no diet. Whatever you did. There was no diet. There I'll was get just in the exercise. tub and push for an hour and a half just to get <laughs> this thing out of me. <laughs> um, anyway, I was going to say that 
I thought it was going to progress a lot faster too. Everyone's like, second babies come faster, second babies come faster. And I don't think she came that fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I would try to rest a lot more and be like, okay, this is like early stages. But again, I had my baby six years ago, almost seven years ago. So I think, you know, now I remember like, oh, this is, can be this long and this is what this is and this isn't scary. Just chill. Yeah. And I was and awake that whole, I mean, we were awake for like 24 hours by the I'm end. Trying to, Cause you thought it was going to be faster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You just never know. Mm-mm. Our first was very long, 42 hours. Our second <sighs> was very quick, just over two hours. Our third was longer again, six hours. So not very long. And mm-hmm. then the home birth was 90 minutes start to finish. Wow. 90 minutes start to finish. The midwives were there for maybe 30 minutes. <gasps> what? Just enough time to fill out the tub. That's wild. You know what I will say? That was an amazing, when I looked back and I was like, what was the difference in this, you know, compared to my hospital birth? Mm -hmm. It was so calm and it was so nice to be home, but also not having the drugs and not having the fluids like pumped in me. Um, Luca was a very stressed out baby the second I got the drugs. And I think that's the case for most babies in hospitals. Like they're not responding well to them. You know, their heart rate is going up and down. And I had to be laying on like halfway on my belly to try to get him to flip because he was sunny side up. But every time I would go to my, I forget if it was my left or my right side, his heart rate would either like spike up or go way down. And then that he was stressed and then the nurses were like trying to move me and it was all this stuff. Her heart rate never got below 130 and never above 140. So mm. she just stayed in this like really comfortable zone. In the zone. The whole entire time. Yeah. I think people sometimes don't realize that we do monitor the heart rate at home. Oh yeah. yeah. Even in the tub, they're monitoring yeah. the heart rate. Yeah. Waterproof. Multiple, multiple times. Yeah. And she was just chill in there, doing what she needed to do. And that was so reassuring for me to know that she was just really calm and not stressed. And she came out with a big hug. Yeah, she did. Um, You didn't discuss really publicly that you were going to do home birth until you did it. And you said that you wanted to have the experience before sharing it and that you didn't want to be judged, especially before having your experience. Mm-hmm. Um, now you've shared more publicly about it. Mm-hmm. Um, how has the feedback been? I, I, it's been all positive. I think, I think people um, have more to say when they don't know the ending of the story, you know, to like instill fear. Yeah. To be like, oh, you shouldn't do that or something like that, you know, to, to prevent whatever they think might happen. Um, oh, I hear oh. Hang on. Sorry. No problem. Okay, Sorry. I'm good. I'm okay. Thank you. So you were saying that about, about people judging it, they get more judgy before you have an ending. Yeah. I think people are, are just more scared, you know, that aren't used to hearing that people are doing home birth or anything outside of a hospital. So we, we definitely told people, I told you that, you know, we got, we got mixed opinions, but mostly people were like, Oh, that's so cool. And are you doing the water? And 
everything now has been really positive, but we have a healthy, beautiful child, you know, so yeah, there's nothing to worry about. And it sounds like you had a really cool experience. I mean, the way you describe it is sort of how I think you would have thought it would have gone. Totally. So like no really big surprises. No really big surprises at all. And I would totally do it again. Yeah. So um, I'm so proud of myself. I can't believe I did that. I had the most amazing team. Um, I mean, it's it's super powerful, and I get to take that with me forever. You know, oh, gee. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I felt like such an animal in the tub. Like, I mean, there are some big big sounds that come out. You know, some like low growly animal type sounds. Primal. And my mom was like, afterwards we were talking like the next day or whatever. She was like, I cannot believe you. You were like a goddess warrior. And Same. I was like, wow, I felt like some crazy ass animal. <laughs> and she's like, no, you were wrong. Like it was, it was really cool to watch you just do something so big like that. And it's also like it's full circle. You went from being afraid to do it at all. Yeah. And wanting to have a cesarean birth, which is totally fine too. Yeah. To, okay, psychic says I should let the baby choose how he wants to come out. Yeah. And doing the medicated vaginal birth to yeah. saying I, I want, I'm afraid of it. Yeah. But I want to conquer it. I want to feel this. I don't want to not be fully present. Totally. And then doing it, just yeah. like going for it and doing it. Yeah. It's um, it's inspiring. I mean, they're all inspiring, but this is just very inspiring. They're all inspiring. And, and I think uh, someone asked me, like, oh, would you, would you tell other people to have a home birth? And I was like, oh, I think birth is so personal. And every experience is so different. And everybody is so different. And I would never be like, oh, you have to do it this way. This is a very, like, different different way, you know, even though this is the more natural way of how people have been doing it, like in our world forever, it's, it is, it is challenging and it is different. And I would be an advocate to like share all the information that I know and all the contacts, you know, if people want to go down this road, but it's very like, it's a very personal choice. Um, and it's not for everyone, that's for sure. It's not, and it's the whole mission of Informed Pregnancy of our podcast and all of our other media is to just provide information, perspective. You can see different people's experiences. You yeah. can hear from experts about different topics. But at the end of the day, you're the one who has to have your baby. And right. so you get to pick. And we have so many different choices and ways to pick on how you want to have your baby and who you want to be supported by. And yeah. You know, once you make that informed choice, it's everybody around you has really just got to rally behind you and support you. Totally. Cool. Any final thoughts? I don't think so. I. Um, you shared it all. I shared a lot. I shared a lot. Um, I feel just so grateful to everyone that I met along the way that helped get me to the end. And, um, you know, every tidbit of information and every bit of support and encouragement um, it was just really cool. And now I get to look at my beautiful baby and, you know, it was really, it was really an amazing thing to feel like I was on a team with her and we were like working towards this end goal and we both did it together. You were already like glowy before you started feeding her. 
But now you're like extra glowing. You're just beaming. <laughs> Are you sure it's not the diamond that I put on my face <laughs> that Luca found on the floor <laughs> no, today? No, I don't think that's, um, that's not the diamond. No, you just really, you, you're exuding pure happiness. Oh, and oh. Um, she sounds pretty happy too. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, wait till she doesn't have the boob. She's she's very angry. Well, she's vocal. Yeah, she is, and she also sounds like a baby, um, like a baby lamb. We don't know where it came from. Luca did not sound like this at all, and so I like to blame Matt for it. But he's like, if she's not getting what she wants, she'll be like, ah, ah, ah. It's so good. We want to kind of just let her cry a little bit so we can get it on. So you can hear it. (laughs) That's cute. Um, Well, thanks for sharing such a personal story and journey. I know that uh, watching other people's and listening to other people's stories was helpful to you. And I know that you sharing yours will be helpful to other people. So thank you. Happy to be a part of it. Thank you. And at home, thanks for listening to the Informed Pregnancy Podcast. If you like our program, please share us with your friends and leave us some feedback in your podcast app. And for more pregnancy and parenting related media, visit informedpregnancy.com. Give me the news, I got a whole lot